0: Hello, this is Esa Holopine from Amorphis and from my Silver Lake project, and you are listening to Sonic Perspectives. I stand
1: on the shore, praying under the sky
2: Thank you very much, Essa, for being with us today. Uh, we are excited to you know, ask you a few questions regarding your upcoming solo album. This is going to be your first album as a solo artist. The mm-hmm. album is called uh, Silver Lake by Essa Holopainen and it will be released on May 28th by Nuclear Blast. Uh, well, first of all, how are you doing, Essa?
0: I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. Um, yeah, at the moment we are working with the Next Amorphous album we're in the middle of recording, so so doing uh, pretty busy and fine.
2: Right, right on. So uh, I, I would say my first question uh, regarding uh, Silver Lake would be, would you believe this album would have never been recorded if it weren't for the pandemic?
0: I don't think so, um, I really don't think so. Um, I think um, I needed this time and I needed uh, a little kick to my butt <laughs> to get this started. So that I got from my friend who is uh, running a studio here nearby in Helsinki. And he's a good friend of mine, a producer and, and uh called Nina Lauren and, and he's been actually actually recorded a couple of amorphous albums as well. So so yeah he gave me a call and 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 asked that would I be interested to start to work with my solo album as as I got all the touring plans and shows cancelled cancelled and and that was pretty much how the whole thing got started and, and yeah to answer to your question is is absolutely I, I think I wouldn't started this without without the pandemic. Otherwise we would have been on tour and, and with Amorphis and then after the tour period, we would have started to work with the album. With right. The so and.
2: you can definitely agree that it's a positive outcome of this whole mess right
0: oh oh yeah it's uh yeah if if you don't look the health issues and and everything everything bad that the the pandemic has given to us i think i think the positive thing is that that the musicians me included have been super creative and and uh and really had to take the time off and, and we've been pretty hectic Band yes. touring-wise with Amorphis, so and everything has been super hectic, and and uh, I didn't, I I'm pretty sure that that making own album in between touring periods or whatever would would have never ever come to across my mind.
2: Right, right, and um, so about the name of your solo project, right, Silver Lake. Uh, mm. How did you come up with that name? Is it a reference to Finnish culture somehow?
0: No, it doesn't reference it's um uh, it's a name I wanted to name that um first of all, I didn't want this project to be just under my name because it's there's so many musicians and and great yes. vocalists so so i didn't didn't feel good about just releasing this album under my name Esa Holopainen and something so um i I wanted to have a proper project name and i wanted it to be some way connected into nature which for me is a huge source of inspiration and i i live quite next to quite next to nature all my life um, silver lake was so- something that popped up like really accidentally i was recording guitars here in my home studio and and uh, and i saw one reverb pedal like guitar pedal and it said silver lake digital reverb and i knew immediately that that's that's that is going to be (laughs) the name for my project it's going to be silver lake by sr
2: right sometimes these things happen (laughs) out of nowhere and that's the inspiration you need right (laughs)
0: yeah it was it was really actually too simple to be true because i i was really you know thinking hard about about uh the right name for this project so so that was perfect it was absolutely perfect and uh, that's exactly you know i i took promo shots next to lake before i even uh, titled this this name as silver lake so so um i could easily see the surface of a lake and and sun you know when sun is shining brightly you can see the surface of the lake and it's almost silver sparkling so right that was the image I had in my head, so perfect.
2: And it's a perfect Finnish image, I would say. You know, with Finland having so many lakes, it, I guess it's a common view for you there.
0: <laughs> it is, and it's funny because there's a, a lot of people have asked us: the name come from uh, Amorphis uh, album title and song titles. We have a song called Silver Pride, and and right. album called from a Thousand Lakes. But right. it's, it's, it's <laughs> That's also a good good connection, but it doesn't come from there. <laughs>
2: Yeah. So, and and talking more about the 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 cover artwork, it's a beautiful cover artwork, I would say. And uh, what can you tell us about? I mean, the the person who did this artwork, who is the artist? He's he's
0: a person called Val Noir, and he's French uh, French artist, a uh, visual artist. He works quite a lot with the underground bands, and and uh, also with uh, with. Uh, more commercial band, so to speak. He's been doing art for Ghost, for example, and he did last two Amorphis album covers. He's been working with Soilwork. Uh, he's uh, I consider him nowadays as a friend of mine, and he's uh, he's uh, he's unique and and really nice guy. So. Um, I trust his artwork and his vision. So, so um, as soon as I started this project, I wanted him to, to plan the visual side. And, and when I named my project, I, I told him that this is going to be the name of the project, and please feel free to to work with the visual art. And uh, the only thing what I wanted was was the because I knew that he's going to do very decorated logo for me. That logo is going to be. The center spot on the album cover Mm -hmm. but it's yeah but he's he's a great he's got a great eye for visuals
2: yes i mean you can tell it's it's a beautiful artwork for sure um we just curious we were curious about who the artist was um uh if you don't mind i would like to maybe talk a little bit about some uh some of the songs in the album uh we basically had the opportunity to hear an uh, advance of it, and I must say it is uh, pretty good, excellent, I would say. <laughs> so okay. congratulations Thank Thank congratulations you. on your work. Um, uh, I've been basically an amorphous fan for a lot of years, and um, I was surprised when, when I heard this, this solo project, which I think it's, it's pretty good. So I would like to go with the, some of the songs in, in, in the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's begin with the first one, with with the instrumental, Silver Lake. Um, Mm -hmm. What was your main inspiration for that outstanding main theme?
0: Uh, The main inspiration for that was the last song of this album, um, Apprentice. And uh, I really loved the theme on Apprentice. And um, I loved it so much that it it really stuck into my head and i yes. i i performed it in a slightly different way and it, it started to turn out um you know it, it started to turn into more into instrumental version and and uh, that that's how how i got inspired of making the 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 first track i i wanted to do at least one instrumental song for this album and that, that's the song there and in a way i love the idea that that it's introduced by a theme, musical theme, that is also closing the whole album. So, uh, so yeah, i I'm, uh, I'm always been a little fan for cinematic music and, and, and uh, not that classical music, but, but more like uh, dynamic movie, movie score music, yes. if you will. So that's got a little bit of inspiration from that era as well.
2: You can certainly feel that cinematic uh, feel to it. It's um, it's it, it's it's certainly beautiful and moving and uh, I, uh, epic, even I would say. Uh, mm-hmm. So mm. probably one of my favorite melodies from the whole album. So yeah, oh, congratulations! You. Congratulations on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, before we we continue with the rest of the songs, I I, I was meaning to ask you a question regarding the musicians. Uh, did you use several session musicians per song, or did you keep a core ensemble, say, for the whole
0: album? Uh, that was my original plan. <laughs> I was thinking <laughs> that I, I am going to only need a trump player, and that's how the session pretty much started. I, I called up my friend Gas Lipstick, who is who is, uh, I think, people know yeah. him better. Yeah, from him. Is he, yeah, he's ex trump player from him. He's uh, my old friend. Like even before he was playing in him, uh, and uh, and yeah, I I asked if he could help me out with uh, with a couple of tracks to play proper drums, and and those songs actually are "Sentiment Ray of Light" and "Promising Sun," where Gas Gas play drums. But uh, my producer Nino was strongly against the idea that I would I would play the final bass lines and 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 keep my keyboard lines. And we definitely need need proper guys for that. And uh, I have really, really good guys there. This uh, bass player is uh, is a guy called Pasi Heikkilä. He is a songwriter, partner with with Nino, my producer. And he also teaches bass in Music Academy here. Um, He he is really, really good and solid bass player. Uh, Vili Itapelto is a young guy who played keyboards. Well, not that young, but younger than me. <laughs> so, okay, <laughs> but he teaches teaches uh, piano in 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 music school here, and he's got a great great sense of of uh, real organic keys, uh, Hammond organ, Rhodes mellotron, and and beside that, he's got a great taste of of picking up right synthesizer sounds and, and he's like he loves 80s music so he's really really fan of like i think it's very common with keyboard players that they love these these 80s synthesizer sounds so he's good with that those okay. guys are like the, the core of the band i had oh, another drum player as well who is a, he's also a producer but he's a really good drum player comes from from totally different scene his, his name is Sampo Hapanen and he's uh, he produces Finnish pop music and Finnish schlager music so he's, <laughs> this 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 uh, uh metal or hard rock scene is 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 really unknown thing for him so but that, that was one of the greatest thing on this album that that you have a really groovy drum player who's not used to play metal music or right. not right harder way and when when he does that he does it in very cruel way and, and you get that sort of like a John Bonham
2: right and and, and you usually, can tell that it, it adds definitely to the you know the variety that it is presented on the I mean throughout the whole album
0: absolutely absolutely so you know every musician is, is super musical and and I think that that also can be heard on the album
2: yes correct I mean you can tell the there's a a big level of musicianship, as far as you know, as as the the, the melodies and the music go. Um, mm-hmm. Talking more about uh, the the guest vocals, and here is where we are gonna uh, probably uh, gonna go a little bit deeper. So, for for the second song, sentiment, uh, you know, actually, well, the fact that uh, Jonas was used in two of them songs, uh, sentiment as. We can call it the opener and apprentice as the closer. I, mm. I feel there's like a, a, a cycle there, like a beginning and an end to the album. Um, uh, was there any preference from your part from the beginning in inviting Jonas for two songs, or was it more of a spontaneous occurrence?
0: It was very spontaneous, and uh, you know, the, the first vocals that I got for these songs, uh, I got from Jonas for Sentiment. He, he, I, you no, know, I, I sent the demo version from Sentiment to him, and it took like a week or two. And he sent me his demo vocals, and I, I was absolutely stunned. It, it was that good. It was it was something I, I've never heard from anyone. It, it was so solid stuff that it could have been like <laughs> straight to the album stuff. But um, you know, and but I also realized how how well he worked uh with those parts and with the harmonies and with the with the vocal lines and it was simply perfect and from that point i knew that i i need to write another song for for jonas and i I want to have another song song sung by him and and when that song apprentice started to come up at that point i knew that this is this is going to be like a nice ending for the album and and i i worked uh, kept in mind that this this song is going to to end the album and, and try to try to have sort of like a, you know the ending feeling you, that's what i always love about the the songs that are ending the album they are as important as the song that is opening the album you know you you want to you want to leave the picture that that you know the listener wants to wants to listen to the album again and wants to spin it again. So it's 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 for me, the albums are like like a mo- movies that you want to watch again.
2: Right, right. And uh, of course, outstanding performance by Jonas. I mean, he's a very well known vocalist. He has a particular range. Uh, and I must say, yeah, both songs are unbelievably good. Um, yeah, it's
0: a be- beautiful voice, a mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. really unique voice,
2: for sure. And um. um I'm moving along, uh, so for the third song, which is, of course, the, the first single that has been released so far uh, from this album, uh, the, the song Storm, featuring Håkan Hamlin, mm-hmm. do you feel there was a risk involved in releasing this particular song as the first single, being it's such an, a typical song when compared with your previous work with Amorphis?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Of course, there was a couple risk issues that, that we were pondering. Um, that was the song that me and Nino, my producer, really got into. And and we were so stunned when we heard Hawken's voice on that song. And uh, and it's different. But on the other hand, all the songs are slightly different from each other's. And we right. didn't yes. did, didn't want to introduce this project uh, by doing something super obvious, it, it, and on the other hand, it, it would be a bit difficult because the next song, probably what we're going to release, is again very different from from what Storm is. Um, and another thing is that that outside of Scandinavia, I think I don't think anyone knows who who Håkon Hamlin is. So, uh, but I didn't want to that to bother. I really wanted to release a song that I, I I felt good about myself, and and I I really wanted to introduce uh, as as the first first single. And very good thing was as well that that uh, when we started to plan the video for the song, um, I know one video director Uwe Lingewald, who actually shot one Amorphis video Silver Pride uh, several years ago. He's a good friend of Hawkins. And he was about to go to Canary Islands to his uh, to his apartment, and he called up to Hawken and asked, you know, you want to join me in Canary Island? It's going to be sunny and and funny there, <laughs> and we're going to shoot video for Esa. And yeah, that's how it happened. And actually, those guys are still in in Canary Island. They left there on New Year's Eve or something, and I I think they are now living. <laughs>
2: they they, they, <laughs> they living fell in love it. with yeah. They fell in love with the place. I mean, and who wouldn't, to be honest? Uh, the video Absolutely. is strikingly beautiful, and it was well shot. And actually impressed with with the natural beauties that you can find there in the Canary Islands.
0: Yeah, and it's it's it gave the song the whole other meaning because I, um, I know that that Hawken now he actually moved to Canary Island and he's oh, going wow. to live. He's going to live there. <laughs> <laughs> now, when I've listened to the lyrics, and he's he's traveling around canary island and, and uh, singing that this is the place where he belongs it is sort of uh, it's weird right <laughs> like it,
2: it's it was meant to be right like it it's matching perfectly with his you know situation um yeah the the, the song has this sense of like, i don't know like freedom i would say uh, mm. which is pretty uplifting in my opinion so for me it was a surprise uh, this this first single but but i think it was the, the right one i would say um just to you know uh to catch people off guard because i mean the, they have to listen to the rest of the album i mean uh, the whole album is not it definitely doesn't sound like that so
0: uh... no and, and as you said it it is uplifting and and uh i usually work with with very melancholic melodies and with <laughs> very melancholic stuff so how that song turned out it it has a it has uplifting feeling, but it's not happy, if you know what I mean. Right, uh, right. Uh, I... Yeah. So so uh, in that way, it's pretty obvious choice for me.
2: Yeah, definitely a, a good single. And um, well, uh, moving along with the next song, which is going to be, and here is a, a for, forgive me, forgive my rusty finish, but I believe it's mm. pronounced Al Sointu. Yes, uh, that's
0: I, very can,
2: well. Can you tell us in a nutshell what is being spoken in Finnish language? Because um, it, it looks like it's uh, very, uh, sounds very, um, what's the word? I don't know if to say energetic or or strongly. Um, mm. So, what what is the main concept behind what is being spoken?
0: <clears throat> well, the 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 theme of the song, the the the, the lyrical concept is it's based on old Finnish beliefs and it's like a world creation story how people used to believe how the world was created from little islands and so on and uh, I was actually not planned but I was thinking that this song could have worked as an instrumental because it, it's again has quite strong cinematic feeling yes. occasionally but uh Then we had an idea of of having a spoken word for this song and in Finnish. And uh, I was super lucky to have this Vesamatti Loiri to to appear on here. He's uh, I'm sure nobody knows him outside of (laughs) Finland, but he's uh, he's the most famous actor in Finland.
2: Yeah, I believe Finnish people are pretty well aware of who he is. I mean, and I say this because uh, when I was mentioning to some uh, Finnish friends that I have, and 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 I told them this person was going to be in the album. They said, "Oh yeah, we know who he is. Yeah, it's a, quite an interesting feature." <laughs>
0: <laughs> he is, you know, he's 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 recording artist himself, and he, he started his career um, late sixties, and he's been in in a lot of movies, and, and he's. Really, really highly respected artist these days, and he doesn't do that many shows anymore. Uh, some church tours, once once a year, but uh, but yeah, it's it's. I, I was I was totally surprised when I when I when I got him a studio, and 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 that that he heard that he likes the song, and he he's willing to do this. So so that was a magical moment. It's you know you can. He's like a uh, Finnish Johnny Cash to people. <laughs> so he's he's like that's known, like a living legend, so to speak. Even Johnny Cash doesn't live anymore, but you know.
2: <laughs> yeah. So certainly an important feature on your record, and I'm pretty sure you're very happy about it.
0: Yeah, and, and, and you know, I wanted to have this sort of like an Orson Welles type of spoken word, that there is something something... Charismatic and something wise about uh, about the voice that is speaking the song. Even you though might. you know people don't have no clue what he is speaking. <laughs> right. feel like? Yeah, that's
2: one of the issues when you don't you know understand Finnish. But it's always interesting to get an idea of what he's yeah. he's talking about, and yeah. to relate it with the music, of course, which is important. Yeah.
0: The album is going to include translated version. Ah, so, perfect. that was going to
2: my yeah. next question. All right, that I think that's that that's pretty good for us yeah. non not Finnish speaking people. Um, great. Uh, I I have another question for that song. Uh, there's a saxophone in that one, right? Mm. Uh, uh, it it kind of reminded me a little bit of Sakare Kukko in Tuonela. Is that another artist or is
0: uh, yeah he's he's uh, he's not sakari on that song he's okay. uh, he's a saxophone player called Janne Huttunen he's a studio musician really good with flutes and and he was one of these great musicians that was working on another another studio part in the same studio that I was working and and, and we asked him to hey you want to be featured on the album and, and we need we need saxophone solo and uh, he played one alto saxophone and one tenor saxophone solo, and we picked up this tenor sax. And the only guideline I gave him that try to sound like Sakaraku.
2: <laughs> really? Did you really actually tell him that? <laughs>
0: yes. And, okay, because I can. I, know, could,
2: I could feel the, the the comparison. I mean, it was like uh, it definitely sounds like Sakari.
0: Yes, and <laughs> and Sakari is uh, yeah, he's he's probably the most most known saxophone player in, in Finland, so everyone who plays sax knows, knows him and, and, <laughs> and knows his style because his style is very unique, how he phrases, phrases, um, so leads and, and melodies, so so, but, but I, I was really laughing when I heard the result, of, I told Jan, this, this player, that, that dude, you sound exactly like, like him. Like you nailed someone. it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> great, great. Uh, moving along, essa the next song in her solitude, uh, featuring of course uh, Tommy Jolson, uh This 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 pretty much is I would say it's a very amorphous song.
1: <laughs> so,
2: yeah. Do, would you would you think this song could be played live with amorphous in in future live shows?
0: Uh, I don't know uh, if anyone from the band wants to play. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. <laughs> I don't know. But, but yeah, I, I got your point. It's definitely is. And, and that was a song that I was definitely thinking about Tommy. You know, I, I wanted to have Tommy on this album because uh, not just that he is my, my bandmate, yeah. am- Amorphis, but I, I really do respect him as as a singer and vocalist. And what he does, he does. It's really, really super good. So, um, and this song was... was yeah, it's it's made for Tommy. So, so right, um, that's and hence yeah. the
2: comparison is inevitable, right?
0: Uh, absolutely, but yeah. it's it's also it's also a band song. They're sort of playing, and that's I'm I'm really happy about that. I have a, at least couple songs on this album that, that you can you can really have that the, the joy of the band and and uh, really like the real band playing on there. So
2: right, and the fact that it is also the heaviest song of the album, I would say, I would dare say. Mm-hmm. Uh, brings you know the sound even closer to what you do with the morphis
0: absolutely and and this was the, the good example of, of, of uh, the drum player, Sampo. because he's uh, as I said he, he's like the uh, in general he's the pop drummer and, and plays totally different kind of music and we really really we didn't force him to play hard but but you know you could really see the joy when the pop player can finally play like loud and and, and play. <laughs> play phrases that he doesn't normally do and 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 that was a, that was one of the greatest things on his sessions
2: good good to know and um so for the eighth song uh fading moon which features Anneke, uh was this collaboration a direct consequence of the previous collaboration in amorphis i mean
0: oh yeah um <laughs> You know we've been we've been working with uh, Anneke quite a lot. Um, I helped her out with her War project. I did right. a, a couple of songs for her, and she she featured on Amorphis' "Queen of Time" album. Mm-hmm. And then we toured together, done uh, shows together, and, and you know she's just simply great, great vocalist. And 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 uh, if you speak about the female vocalist, which is is a pretty common today when, when Gathering started that, that wasn't and I think I still consider her voice as, as the pioneer of, of everything that started the whole, whole uh, female fronted um, band's wave so to speak and, uh, and, uh, and yeah absolutely she's, she's got a so recognizable voice that, that you know everybody knows immediately that, that this is I'm again and um, that song is perfect for her
2: Yes, it is, it is. And uh I mean she sings beautifully and, and has a a dis- a distinct voice, like pretty much the uh, everybody on, on the roster for this album. I mean, I know we uh we didn't mention Bjorn Street and you know uh mm. Einar Solberg. I mean but each one of them they have uh a very peculiar type of voice and I think the the songs fit perfectly with the way they sing.
0: Yeah, that's that's true, and and uh, I knew that this is going to be something really, really nice because uh, uh, every one of those vocals they are super mus- musical and 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 they are absolutely stunning. If if you listen to their own bands and own projects, it's it's like uh, you don't need to even start to explain how good they are, and uh, but also because uh, I'm a big fan of their. Their sound and their their own music, that that was a great motivate motivation for me to to write music for them and to really write stuff what what I think is 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 good about them and their voices. So so in um, that way, I think it was perfect match. You know, I, I just didn't randomly pick up some vocalist and, and wish that you know somebody could sing on the album and and it, it definitely didn't work that way. It's uh, I really took lot of care about the different keys in which key i'm going to write these songs for this vocalist and what's what's happening in the songs and what what are the good things what i love about about these vocalists and and, uh, from that perspective i think uh, i got some pretty good results
2: yes yes you did and i can certainly certify that and i'm pretty sure People, when they hear the whole album, they're going to be surprised and pleased with all these different songs, with these different you know singers. Um, mm. So, uh, Esa, thank you very much uh, you know, for taking the time to answer our questions. Um, thank you for listening to Sonic Perspectives, the place where we speak music, the universal language of mankind. From music news to concert reviews, interviews, album reviews, exclusive features, and more. Follow us on all our social media, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, and Flipboard. My name is Carlos Gomez, and it was a pleasure to speak with Essa Holopainen today. Remember to check out Essa's album Silver Lake by Essa Holopainen out on May 28th. We are going to leave you with Silver Lake's first single, Storm. Enjoy.